0: You're listening to The Collected Podcast, bringing you inspiration and resources to help you discover and live from your truest self. Follow along on social media at Collected Workshops and be sure to visit thecollectedpodcast.com for show notes and to learn more. The Collected Podcast is sponsored by Clean Juice, a certified organic nutrition and wellness bar with more than 100 locations in development in 16 states. Learn more at cleanjuice.com.
1: Welcome to episode 52 of The Collected Podcast. I'm Tia McNelly. I'm Jess Biondo. And I'm Michaela Hooper. Guys, this is the last episode of our first year of the show. Wow. I know. Season one is wrapping up. And what a year it has been. No kidding. <laughs> Guys, make sure that you are checking out our Instagram page this uh, this week. At Collected Workshops. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we are doing some giveaways and
2: some special posts, and we don't want you to miss it. So mm-hmm. make sure you're checking that out. Also, as a gift to us to celebrate being one year old, if you have not Rated, reviewed, and subscribed. <laughs> yes. We would just love it if you would do that. Yes, please. Um, that is a huge blessing to us and helps us get found much more easily in um, in iTunes, in in iTunes and all the places.
1: Yeah. Thanks, guys. We really appreciate that. You know what else we would love?
2: <laughs> we what, We would <laughs> love
1: just a word of encouragement or your thoughts and feedback about the show and suggestions for guests via email at hello at collectiveworkshops.com. Guys, every single time I check our inbox, it's like Christmas because I'm like... Who's going to have words Mm -hmm. for us this time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So we really do treasure that. And if you have a prayer request, we pray you up. So Mm -hmm. please let us know how we can be praying for you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And let us know your thoughts about the show because we're headed into season two and we'll talk more about that um, momentarily. But we are thinking about some changes and how we're going to mix it up and keep it fresh. And we really, really read your feedback and value it so much. Definitely. Mm. Yeah.
3: So this interview today is actually going to be the three of us just sharing with you what this last year has looked like um, in each of our lives, giving you some highlights, giving you um, some things, yeah, low lights exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Some things that um, the Lord has been speaking to us. um, Some of the good, the good stuff. um, Some of the hard stuff, Mm -hmm. and um, just inviting you into. some of who we are yeah. and inviting you into um, our process and, and sharing life with you. So we um, hope you enjoy.
2: Yeah. yeah. And you may remember too, if you've been a longtime listener throughout the year, each of us mm-hmm. w- were the guests on the show for that week. Mm-hmm. Um, so Tia's was episode okay. was in January. Episode 12. I was, Jess was in February, episode 17, and Michaela was in March. Mm-hmm. Do you remember your episode number? I think 18.
1: Yeah. That, I I no, can't you said seventeen. I was, 17. She was 17. I don't
2: know, sometime in March. Just
1: look for Michaela Hooper. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, so we want to also update you on where God has taken us since each of those mm-hmm. episodes dropped, because I think, I mean, speaking for myself, it has been quite a year. Quite a year, and I think so many of the things I shared on that podcast have come full circle, and mm-hmm. it's like declaring that out into the world. All of a sudden, launched me into this new season, um, and it's really been challenging, but also rewarding. And so we just wanted to be really open and honest with um, our faithful listeners and everybody out there about what God is, is doing.
1: For sure. Yeah. So maybe I'll start. How about that? Yeah.
2: All right. So
1: when we... Well, let's see. I think our first episode was October 12th, 2018, mm-hmm. think, or somewhere in there. Somewhere. Yeah, 24th. Middle, 24th. That's mm-hmm. right. Um So that was episode one. Um And... It was exactly that season that the Lord was revealing to me that it was time to do some work. Mm-hmm. And so the exact year of <laughs> of weeks that we have been bringing you episodes has been one of the most challenging and healing years of my entire life mm-hmm. um, at, at 39 years old. I guess it was 38 when it started, but um, this has been... Um, kind of a world rocking year. So, um, I actually, am going to tell you a quick story to help kind of set the stage for what the Lord was doing. Um, I listened to, um, I don't know if you guys have heard of Miss Shaley. we'll link to Miss Shaley, but she's a photographer. Um, she travels around and does shoots for, um, pretty well-known people a lot. And, um, and she had had a prophetic dream. Um, and it, it was something about like her childhood home, and that home had been leveled, and she saw God building a house that was almost like speaking her love language, with the perfection of the details so accurately to her liking, and and she was like um, moved by the way that the Lord was speaking to her in in like a love a love language, mm-hmm. in the beauty of this home in her dream. And when she woke up, she knew it had been a spiritual dream, and really condensing her story down. She ended up looking for a house, lost a house, was heartbroken, gave up. And then her realtor found a house and she felt like it was the one from her dream. So her realtor FaceTimed her and wanted her to see the house and showed it to her. She bought a sight unseen and then she began to restore it. And room by room, the Lord healed and restored different things in her heart Mm -hmm. and from her past. And it was like each room had this separate um, sort of experience of, of healing and restoration. So they get to the final, I think it was the final bathroom and Michelle I apologize if I'm getting the details wrong, you might have to come on the show and just tell us (laughs) yourself. (laughs) But um, so they're tearing down the wallpaper and there were like, I think something like 17 layers of wallpaper in this last bathroom. And they get down to the final layer that's, like, on the plaster, and it's the exact wallpaper from her childhood home. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And so, so they tore it down. And, of course, you know, when you're taking wallpaper off a of plaster, it takes some chunks with it. Mm-hmm. So they had to go and repair it and make it smooth again. And then they painted everything alabaster white which is very symbolic of making all things new. Mm -hmm. And when I heard that story, I felt the Lord saying, this is what we've done together all these years. We've just put up new wallpaper and made it beautiful again. We've put up new wallpaper and made it beautiful again. And together now we're going to go and we're going to fix the plaster. Mm -hmm. We're going to paint it all white and we're going to make all things new. Mm. so you know at 38 years old he's like it's time to do the work and we're going to do it right this time yes by my strength you've been able to put up new wallpaper and make things beautiful again you know over the years with all the different hurts you can go back and listen to my episode to hear my story and there are some things that are a bit too personal to talk about there even Um, but you know there were some abuses and trauma in my past as a kid and as a teenager and young adult and so Um, I was blessed to be able to enter into counseling and to do some EMDR, which if you don't know what that is, look it up. It has been life-changing for me. Um, And the Lord has used that process to help heal my brain in the places where there was trauma and dysfunction. And um, it was very interesting because um, this is when the Lord started talking to me about vulnerability. And the more I opened up to people about the real raw process— I think the more I actually felt seen and accepted, Mm -hmm. which was my fear a lot of the time is that I wouldn't be accepted if I was honest about my pain and my struggle. And that's such a lie. Mm -hmm. And even with, you know, with my, what I post on social media and what I send in my emails to my email list, um, what I write about and what I share with people publicly has been a little guarded and a little like prepackaged and tied up with a bow when it's presented, up until recent months because I felt like that's what people needed. They needed to feel like someone had it figured out. And again, that's such a lie. People Mm -hmm. need to see the process. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's part of what God's been showing me that you can't fake vulnerability. You either are vulnerable or you're not. And people can smell a liar from a thousand miles away. And so, um, yeah, so it was really cool to come to understand that and start walking in it. Um, and in that process, thinking more about restoration, if you remember, um, my word for this year was restore. And, um, my husband bought me a necklace from crowning jewels, which we'll link to that as well. Um, and it was the word that they gave me was rest. And the Lord pointed out immediately that rest is the beginning of restoration of restore, which was my word. And so I realized also that through that process of, of therapy and counseling, um, that, I needed a period of rest from trying to keep it all together mm-hmm. and trying to be strong. I've been, you know, really, people have said to me so many times in my life, like, gosh, you're so strong. You're such a survivor, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't actually want that to be my identity. Mm-hmm. The Lord is strong and he makes me strong and he gives me the strength to put up the wallpaper when I need to and to tear it down and fix the plaster when I need to, yeah. but Resting in Him is the way that I become prepared for that process of restoration, and so intimacy has been a major theme. Which, interestingly enough, brings me around to the last thing that the Lord's really been speaking me to speaking to me about since we started this show. And I think in the be- the beginning, we really okay. I because I feel like the message kind of came came to me, and I recruited you guys, and you were like, "Good, good word. Let's go." Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was maybe subconsciously more about helping people get their behavior under control than it was it was also about identity, but I don't think I'd fully made the connection that like the shaping of kingdom culture isn't about getting people to get their crap together and and behave right. It's about encouraging them towards intimacy with the Father and knowing the Father, because they can't know who they are if they don't know who the Father is and they Mm -hmm. don't know the Father's character. Mm -hmm. And so intimacy with Christ, because Christ is the embodiment of the Father who came to earth and His Spirit dwells in us, intimacy allows us to understand who we are and then our behavior flows out of that. And so I... I was in the beginning, probably, you know, whatever, two, three years ago, more focused on helping people do this, not that. Mm. And now I've realized that really what we're, what we're helping people see is that when you know who the father is, you're going to choose this, yeah, not that. And it's going to be inherent. It's going to come naturally and it's going to flow from a place of gratitude and understanding and, um... And like full revelation of what Christ did and, and walking in forgiveness and freedom. And so Mm -hmm. that cultivation of kingdom culture, I think has been the thing that the Lord has really like burdened, not burdened in a bad way, but like given me to, to carry and figure out and walk in Mm -hmm. here in the last six months or so. So yeah, those are kind of the, the big chunks of what the Lord has done. There's a lot more, Mm -hmm. but yeah. It's been a year, you guys.
2: Whew. so good.
1: Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. What about you, Jess? Wow. how did it go for you this <laughs> year?
2: Um, well, when I recorded my episode, it dropped in February, but when we recorded it, it was early January. So I had just turned 32. You know, it was a fresh new year. And so I'd been doing a lot of reflecting. And in my episode, I shared that, you know, over the past two years, God had revealed to me you know, and through a lot of self-work about all these unhealthy patterns and all these just, I I don't know, yeah, unhealthy patterns Mm -hmm. that I had, especially in relationships. And so it's like I proclaimed that to the world. And then all of a sudden, this, these past six to eight months, I've had to actually like stay rooted in the things that I had learned and actually live it out so it's like 30 to 32 I did all this work and it was hard and it was challenging to like really reflect and look at myself and see where I was being unhealthy um, and like dealing with some deep-rooted pride issues and recognizing that I was believing the lie that I had to be needed in order to be loved and wanted. And so like, then I had all this head knowledge and I could recognize it in past relationships. But then this year, like beginning a new relationship, I had to, for the first time, actually clean, like live that out mm-hmm. and take the head knowledge and stay rooted in it and apply it to real life. Mm-hmm. And that was so hard for me. And I was surprised by this. Like Mm I, I didn't expect that it would be this challenge every single day to not fall back into the old habits and the old patterns. Mm -hmm. And to the point where literally every day I had to release control to the Lord and not go back to the old doubts or old insecurities or feeling the need to have to, um, like ingratiate myself in order to be Mm -hmm. loved or wanted or, um, you know, and so it was like this every day picturing myself just opening up my hands and letting it go and like breathing and not feeling the need to control anything. And there was this one night in June where I was having all this like stress of like needing to figure things out and I want answers and I want them now. And I was looking in the mirror in my bathroom and it was this like I, word from the Lord. I don't I don't know. It wasn't like audible, but it was very much like, you are new again. Wow. And I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, Jessica, you are new. You are not going back to those old habits. You are not going back to those old patterns. You need to walk in your freedom and claim this. And so then every day I would just say that to myself, like proclaiming over myself who I really am and my true identity. And um, I had to do it every day. Yeah. And then about a month later in July, I was at church and um, Andy Squires, who was on the podcast, was speaking about um, when Jesus turned the water into wine, his first miracle. And he was talking about wine throughout the Bible and how it's this image of um, like anticipation of what is to come. Mm -hmm. Um, And like it's a sign that points to what God is really like and what he wants to do. And um, afterwards, there was this time of prayer, and I went up, and a woman who I never met was praying over me, and she stopped and she said, "I feel like you are a new wine, and God's doing something new, and it's not going to look how it did before, but it's going to be so good." Wow, so good. And right before she had said that, I had had my eyes closed, mm-hmm. and I just saw this picture of like wine being dumped on me. Love it. And then, so for her to say that. I know it was just this beautiful moment of feeling very seen by God, mm-hmm. but also reminding myself that I don't have to go back to those old patterns yeah. and those old habits and, and all of that. And, you know, on the outside, nobody would have realized that I was going through any of this. Mm-hmm. You know, this was so internal. And I think on the outside, I still appeared confident and breezy. <laughs> I <laughs> would even say, I'm breezy. <laughs> Believe it. <laughs> um, you know, but it was so internal, of like having to choose every day not mm-hmm. to go back. Yep. Um, and then we had Lori on the podcast mm-hmm. a few weeks back. And after we had interviewed her, I'd never met her prior to that. Mm-mm. The next morning she sends me an email and she's like, this may be weird, but I just feel like God wants me to tell you that. You are his new wine, essentially. You know the, and, and she had no idea of the story of that before. Um, and so it was this kind of a third confirmation of reminding mm-hmm. of God reminding me how He sees me and that I am new wine, and that you can't put new wine wine in the yep. old wine skin right, of yep. fear and insecurity and self doubt. Yeah. Or you know, you need to embrace the new in everything. Yeah. yeah. And so as I was thinking more about this, my word for the year back in January was hold course. And I really felt like that applied, especially to the podcast of like, stay the course. You know, even if we don't see growth, we're going to stick with it because this is what God has given us this year. But I really realized even more than that, that this was a a word from my Mm -hmm. life, like aside from Spreza or the podcast. And it was about holding course to who I am and like remaining rooted in that and sticking to this path of like declaring who I am in the Lord and believing it and walking in that, um, even when it feels challenging. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I just feel like it's been hard, but also so good and like just to see, uh, like God, grow a healthy relationship out of it. Yeah. Where I feel the freedom to be myself and to flourish and to like take the, the parts of my personality that when they were unhealthy mm-hmm. came from a place of manipulation. Mm-hmm. But now, like in a healthy way, it comes from a place of abundance. Yeah. So good. And it's like I can do these things, but have them be rooted in health.
1: Yeah. yeah. Which amazing.
2: is, which is new for
1: me. So yeah, and you've really done well with it. Like you've pressed through that struggle in such a such a by His strength kind of way. It's amazing. Thank you. Yeah.
2: Thanks. It's been. It was. It was hard, but it was also so like good to see His goodness every day. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even through the struggle. Mm-hmm. And when I recognized that, oh, this is the first time I have to actually live this out, then it was this new gumption of like, I am not going back. I did yeah. all that work for two, two and a half years. I'm not gonna go back and make those two years for nothing. yeah, you know, it's like it's time to to just live it out. Um, that's great. I mean, so that's kind of that's actually one thing I love for ab- I've been about you, Jess,
3: is that you. And it's, I love that it's like your word was hold course because I think that that's actually very, it's indicative of your personality is to like dig your feet in and not move and not like, not waver in the things, in your convictions and, and and the things that, you know, the Lord's spoken to you that you're like, nope, this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm moving in it. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to waver. Like... Mm -hmm. So I just think that's
2: cool. Like, thank you. I feel like I waver all the time.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, I think we're all trying, kind of like holding our arms out on a balance beam, right? Yeah. Like, not that balance is achievable, but I think that that's kind of just how we walk the line Mm -hmm. in this life. Mm So it's interesting that you said that um, the word health, that you found a place of health and you're enjoying a healthy relationship. Yeah. Um, thinking about your Enneagram number being a two, you go to four, which is the, is, is the individualist mm-hmm. in times of health. And so I see so much of that, especially mm-hmm. in knowing who you are and being secure in the unique you that God created you to be and walking in that this mm-hmm. year has been really cool to watch. Oh,
2: thank Watching you kind of set
1: up, like, those healthy boundaries and, um like, where I'd seen you kind of feel unworthy before, mm-hmm. I don't see that anymore in you. Thank you. Yeah. So I just love seeing those bright sides of the four express themselves in you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. We
2: love our healthy fours. Yes. <laughs> so good. <laughs> well, to my Enneagram twos out there, because when I shared my initial episode, I got a lot of comments from twos. I'm like, mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. Um, I want to share one more thing. I had this dream about halfway through the summer where um, like in the dream, I was dating this guy and he died and I gave him CPR and brought him back to life. And then after I brought him back to life, he didn't want me anymore because he had got what he needed from me. Mm. And Dang. When, oh, when I had that dream, like I woke up and it stuck with me. I mean, like it felt very significant. Yeah. Um. And in the "Sleeping at Last" Enneagram Two song, there's a line of, you know, you can take the breath right out of my lungs if it helps you breathe. Yeah. And um, Hello. I just <laughs> yeah, I just realized how still, even after all my work, how deeply subconsciously rooted in me mm-hmm. it was that I was connecting, being wanted with being needed. Wow. Um, and with that dream like sharing it with some people and processing through it and like speaking it out of like, that is not truth. Um, that was really powerful for me. And ever since I had the dream and kind of like rebuked it and declared that that's not how I'm going to live anymore. Um, I feel so much freedom from that. That's so good. So, if you are out there believing that you have to be needed in order to be wanted, like I get that on such a deep level. I literally have dreams about it. Um, But that is a lie. Mm -hmm. And I want you to know and hear and just believe, let it sink into your soul that you are worthy and loved just as you are, even if you do not offer anything to anybody. Like, just who you are is enough. Um, and that even saying it is still hard for me to believe sometimes mm-hmm. like I remember I had a conversation Tia I was on the phone with you and I just started crying because I like realized for the first time that I did not feel worthy of real love mm-hmm. and I had never like actually realized that that is what I was believing in my mind but like saying it out loud and hearing myself say it like broke my heart for myself
1: yeah, in a
2: weird way, mm-hmm. but in a way that allowed me to then like accept the truth that people were speaking into my life. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's not true. Yeah. Um, that's good. I, so so man. I, I may have just talked in a circle, but that's no, where I'm at. Yeah.
1: Well, and it reminded me like putting that all together reminded me that, um, I just recently kind of realized that this last year, having been under such intense stress myself, I went to the to nine because threes go to nine in stress. Mm. And so this tendency to withdraw mm. and um to be a bit worn out and have a little less motivation um and be a little less productive um is is actually just kind of in the way that I'm wired. Yeah. And so it's not it's not wrong that that was my instinctive way Mm -hmm. to cope and take care was Mm -hmm. to kind of pull back from the things that I usually drive towards. Um, but it was very good for me to, to find downtime and to find that rest in order to walk in restoration. But anyways, Michaela, I want to hear from you.
3: Um, so there were three specific things that I really felt like I wanted to share today. Um, you know, the last year has been, even before, actually before we started the podcast, um, it has been a year of just loss. Like, honestly, it's mm. been probably one of the hardest years of my life um, for various reasons. Losing family, um, having relationship shift, um, you know, just kind of being also in a bit of a season of transition. Um, and so... It was. It has been a year of processing that, grieving, um, continuing to grieve. Like it's just been really, really challenging. And yet, thank you, Lord. Yet, yeah. um, one of the things that the Lord spoke to me um, shortly after, and I talk a little bit about this in my interview um, after losing my sister and brother-in-law, was to lean in. Mm -hmm. And I began to ask the Lord what that meant. Um, And, you know, initially I was like, I was kind of like lean in, like, is that all? You know, like, (laughs) and he was like, Yep, that's it. And, you know, like, honestly, like, I think that's one of the beautiful things about the Lord is his, his desire to converse with us Mm -hmm. in such a natural way. Um, And so I began, like I said, I began to process that with the Lord and, you know, he was like, Lean in, like lean in with your emotion, lean in with your heartache, lean in with your, um, like the, the things that you don't understand, lean in with your questions. Um, don't hold me at arm's length, Mm -hmm. lean into me, like, let me sit with me. Don't, don't rush that moment, that time, allow that space to be there and create space for it. Don't just wait for me, Mm -hmm. God, don't just wait for me to create that for you. Like I'm wanting you to lean in Mm -hmm. to who I am and my actual presence in your midst, like lean into that. And so that's really, that's been so profound for me. And I've had actually a couple of people speak those words who have no idea That that was something that the Lord spoke to me early on in this process of this year. And I've just been like, I love how, you know, Holy Spirit does that, gives Mm -hmm. people the words. And some of it has been almost haphazard in a way. And I'm like, thank you for saying that. You have no idea
1: Mm.
3: how profound that is for me. And so the Lord's continued to bring that back around. Um, And I found myself in so many moments wanting to hold Him at arm's length. Mm. And even other people, Mm -hmm. um, because I believe that can actually manifest itself in some ways, how we, how we hold the Lord and how we position ourselves before him, it manifests itself and it's uh, reflected in the way that we engage with others. So, um, so I've just, I found that to come back around over and over again. And the Lord's so good to do that. Um, so in the midst of the year, I felt like the Lord, uh, the, you know, just really heard him say like, this is going to be a year of abundance. And again, I was like, really? <laughs> because there's been so much loss, like, seriously? Okay. Like, I was kind of like, all right, is that just me? And the Holy Spirit was like, nope, this is going to be a year of abundance. And so there have been moments where I've like, I've been like, gosh, like, is this really the year, a year of abundance? And the Lord's continued to put tangible things in front of me, whether it's been like financial provision, whether it's been like being gifted a trip to Israel, whether it's been, Mm -hmm. I mean, there have been so many things like that where the Lord has just reminded me over and over again, this is a year of abundance. And although you have experienced such great loss, I am going to remind you that even in the midst of loss, Mm -hmm. even in the midst of something that could seem can is really hard. I'm still good and I'm still your provider and I'm still going to do immeasurably more than you can ask or imagine. So in that, I felt like that was such a gift from the father because I continued to go back to that. I continued to hold on to that word of this is the year of abundance. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's so opposite of what I had experienced and even continued to experience into the year with various things. And, but the Lord continued to say, this is the year of abundance. And so, you know, I just, for those that are listening, like the words that the Lord I, I feel like it's not often, but sometimes I think he gives are so opposite of what we're experiencing yeah. in the physical and the external. Mm. And he is like, but I'm God and I don't work on this time frame, And in this earthly way, I work kingdom, you yep. know, <laughs> from kingdom and I'm God and I'm on the throne and nothing's going to remove me from that. Mm. And so, you know, just to, find rest in that truth today. Um, I pray that for you, that mm-hmm. you find rest in that, knowing that God is who he said he will be. Amen. Yeah. He, he was, and is, and will always be who he says he is. So, mm. um, the last thing that I really, I wanted to share was something that the Lord spoke to me a couple months ago and I was having really hard, just a hard few weeks and I was like, Lord, I actually just kind of feel hopeless. Mm-hmm. And he, so I began to process that with him and just kind of tell him why. And, and, um, he said, you know, Michaela, he's like, you don't have to be because hope is in you. Mm. The hope that I was looking for or feeling like I was lacking was actually in me mm. because of who he is yeah, and because of of Jesus yeah. because of who Jesus is in me and working through me. The hope that I, in a sense was like, I'm hope, you know, I'm feeling hopeless. The Lord was just like, no, but you're hope filled. Mm. Like you don't have to run after that. You don't have to like almost even strive for it. Right. He was, he's like, it's already in you. Yeah. And that was so powerful for me because I think in that moment, again i was i was just reminded of how really like how easy it is to forget who we are in him and what mm. we carry because of who he is in us yeah and so you know i i think there have been there have been lots of you know things like that throughout the year but those three moments have been so impactful for mm. me um throughout this year and just really like holding on to those truths and living them out, not just having revelation of them, but then seeing like the revelation, like the fruit from the revelation. Yeah, Mm -hmm. And I think that's when, I think there's a piece of revelation that we become aware aware of in greater Mm -hmm. measure when we see the fruit from it. Like we can have revelation of something, but it's almost like it doesn't come full circle in my opinion, (laughs) unless
1: there's fruit that comes from our revelation, comes from it. Yeah. So, um... Well, yeah, I mean, that's spot on, right? Like, we get to know who He is. Mm -hmm. We we see Him. We spend time with Him. The more time we spend with Him, the more we start to look like Him. Mm -hmm. And the more we look like Him, the more we act like Him. And that's the fruit. Yeah. Right? So that does make sense. And
2: that's essentially what I think each of us have learned this year in different ways. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Like... You, you have it in your head knowledge, but until it becomes fruit and you live it out and you believe it, right? I don't know. Yeah, it's
1: yeah. so true. And yeah. so, and that goes back to my thing with vulnerability, Yeah, same principle. You yeah. can't fake fruit. No. You can't force fruit. Fruit happens and fruit comes from intimacy. Fruit mm. comes from time spent. And so Holy Spirit in us working and us learning to listen and respond and let that flow is how how the fruit happens.
3: I just want to share a quick story Do it. about fake fruit. Okay. <laughs> so, I was I was house sitting at some friend's home and they had these beautiful oranges on the table. Mm-hmm. And I was like I was so pumped to grab one and take it on my journey out the door and I was like I wait, I was like waiting for the moment, you know, and I go to grab the, the orange and it's totally fake. (laughs) And like, I was like, dang, like, that's so disappointing. Like I was super (laughs) bummed, but I just thought of that as you were saying that about Uh fake fruit, like there was so much appeal Mm -hmm. and it drew me to, like, I was drawn to it and like there was so much disappointment in mm-hmm. the reality of the fact that like there is not, there's not substance yeah. to us trying to fake right. being vulnerable. Like there's nothing, mm. nothing that- Or
1: joyful that's or like, anything.
3: Yeah. There's nothing that will come from that that has like, that's long lasting, that's actually like flavorful right and- It's just, I don't know. I just, I thought of that that moment where I was like, wow, like, oh, I'm so excited. And then I went to grab an orange and it was totally fake.
1: Wow. Um, That's so profound, Michaela. Think of how that impacts. If we are not being sincere in what the Lord is producing and what's falling off of us, Mm -hmm. of Him, Mm -hmm. how disappointed our brothers and sisters must be when they go to partake of that fruit and find that it's not sincere. Yeah. Mm. Like, I don't know. That hit me in the gut, girl.
3: (laughs) I was like, I was also like cracking up at myself, too. Yeah. So I could laugh at the moment (laughs) as well. It wasn't like all like, (laughs) oh, but like,
1: anyway. Oh, man. That's good (laughs) stuff. Wow. What a year, guys. Yeah. This yeah. has been crazy. What a ride. yeah. Listeners, we're so grateful for you. Thank you for mm-hmm. listening. Thank you for showing our guests so much love. Thank you for sharing, reviewing, rating all the things that you've done for all your emails, all of your yeah. DMs. You guys are so incredible to us. We yeah. love you. We love doing this for you. Um, it's so rewarding to us, but we, we do this because we know that it's ministering to you. We actually mm-hmm. just had a conversation this week that if we thought about our regular listeners and we put you all in a giant room, what we have is a, a church of hundreds of people mm-hmm. of sorts, Of mm-hmm. those of you that listen regularly, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, like we get together every single week. And listen for what the Lord is saying together. Yeah. Because
2: we are learning just as much. Oh, yeah. Yes. If you are. I mean, I hope you are. I'm going to pretend we, and assume you are. Uh, but believe. if you're not. <laughs> well, you
1: keep listening, so you yeah. must be. <laughs> if you're not,
2: I know I am. Like every week with these, yes. as we do these interviews, yeah. I feel like God just speaks something new yep. to yep. each of us. Yeah.
3: For sure. We're honored. Yes. And we're grateful
1: for you. For yeah. sure. So, Guys, season two. Breaks loose in the world on Thanksgiving Day, which yes. is so appropriate because yeah. we are so grateful.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we can't wait to share that um, new episode with you. Again, we're going to be um, taking a six-week break. So you've got time to get your ideas and your comments and your your um, suggestions to us. Hello at CollectedWorkshops.com. Be sure to um, follow us on Instagram this week. We've still got stuff in
2: store for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, as we wrap up this first year, we just want to again say thank you, and just pray that you are richly blessed and live in abundance, yeah. yeah, and begin to see the fruit of what the Lord is doing, and find the joy in being rooted in your true identity, and don't be afraid to take risks. Yes. Yeah, I mean, these are like the main themes that I've seen over and over this year yes. that have transformed me Surrender, personally. Surrender, give Him your yes.
1: Rest. Abundance. Mm -hmm. Yep, for sure. All these good things. Remembering who you are. Yeah. Take these six weeks to go back and listen to your favorite episodes and let us know what they were, by the way. Yeah. All right, guys. Bye. See you in six weeks.
0: (laughs) Thank you for listening to The Collected Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you like what you've heard, we'd love it if you would help spread the word. Check back here for weekly episodes dropping every Thursday. You can follow Collected on social media at Collected Workshops. Find the Collected Podcast on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the Collected Podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Become a patron for as little as $1 a month to gain access to bonus content, early bird ticket sales, exclusive contests, and more. You can also find Tia at Tia McNally Notes, Jess at Spreza Foundry, and Michaela at the Creative Space NC. Collected proudly supports and partners with Flourish Kenya. A nonprofit working to prevent and support unplanned adolescent pregnancy in rural Kenya. Learn more at flourishkenya.org. Support for the collected podcast is provided by Clean Juice. Learn more at cleanjuice.com and be sure to check out their lifestyle arm at wellhappyandkind.com. Podcast recorded by Jacob Early. Music by Asaf Elon.